Gonna pull a tarot. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Good morning, ladies. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling today? Pretty spectacular. Yeah. Pretty magnificious. Yeah. Me too. Just made that one up. Magnificious. Yeah. This is pretty good. It's delicious and magnificent and maleficent. Yeah. Let's pull a card and I'll rip a hit. Yeah. Make me proud. It do be like that. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, that's good. I think it's a good um, late fall card. Can we hold that one up, Cass? Yeah. Oops, sorry, babe. Yeah, Ten of Wands. <coughs> You're almost done. Final road of the journey. It feels like a perfect late fall going into the solstice um, card because it's like, let's take all these sticks. All your passions. Th they're all organized and everything. Yep. They're not all over the place. Like, yeah. let's just take them all and yeah. we're going to go in for the dark months right now. Yep. And yep. it's all going to be good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All this Capricorn energy that we're in right now. Yeah. We have Mercury and Capricorn. I forgot to mention that on Mercury's Day yesterday. That happened this week. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. The I always organization like organization card. Can put your mic up, up to your face? I, I love when there's a transit. Um, and Mercury, how long are we usually in Mercury? Um, he'll be pr he'll be fast, just this um, probably in the next few weeks. Um, and we also have, of course, this Venus and Capricorn, the convention, and that retrograde starts this weekend. Probably talk more about that tomorrow. Um, can I ask you if Mercury is a dude? Mercur. Mercur. <laughs> hey, hello, friends. My name is Mercury. Uh, if Mercury is like a guy or a girl that shows yes. up at a party, what are they like? Or who are they? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm opening the astrology up to you. I'm not ignoring you. But Hermes. Hermes <laughs> is, of course, Mercury. And so he's a motherfucker with the wing sandals on, you know, okay. flying too close. To, or I guess that was Icarus flying too close to the sun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mercury. Yeah. Mercurial. He's um, a man of words. I actually think of Bob Dylan when I think of Mercury because Mercury mm. represents communication and language and words and using them. And Bob is such a yeah. mercurial figure to me. And he like looks like I imagine Mercury looking. Uh, or, or Hermes That's as looking. iconic as they come. Yeah. So. Um, and he's kind of like ground control. Um, different than the moon necessarily filtering the different planetary energies. He's like the call center. And mm -hmm. he's like communicating between them. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of how Mercury is in your life. Well, and that's why like we were usually... We really fucked up by not talking about it yesterday because Mercury is Wednesday's Mercury's day. You yeah. Know, it's a day of communication. And you kind of, it's like once I started basing how I approach each week with what's going on uh, planetarily and also with what days are best for the planets, yeah. I'm like, oh, if I really need to communicate something clearly, let's schedule that for Wednesday. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. the beauty of some astrological magic. Um, yeah, so he'll, it's it's uh, until January he moves, so I was right, just a few weeks. Um, he's a fast mover in Capricorn. Um, yeah, and it, it's just like just like you said, all of this organizational energy. We have these wands, we have these excitements, we mm. finally see the road, but we're definitely traveling it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. What happened at today, Travis? A long, dark road. I mean, we could dive into this. You want me to dive into it a little bit? Yeah. What are we diving into? Mercury and Capricorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, do a little reading for us. Yeah. Which card is I'll this? I'll focus on Venus tomorrow. Let's focus on Mercury. It's the, it's the organization card. Mm, okay. 
So this is what's in the sky right now. Yeah, and it's a harvest that's holding kind of like, oh, and it's the number 10, like the 10 of wands that we pulled today. Funny. Um, so Mercury Capricornians are shrewd, practical, organized, and ambitious. There's always method in their thought process. And their instinctive ability to take things one step at a time makes for a few fit pitfalls on the road to achieving ambitions. Such types always take a realistic approach to goals and rarely fooled by idealistic claptrap, opt for the sh slow but sure route rather than the fast lane. Such a conscientious and patient approach to organization needs to be balanced with a sense of humor. We all know the consequences of all work and no play. Despite this personality's type type severe sounding nature humor is a common trait and many comedians have this planet sign placing the mercury capricorn type is prepared to spend time on education to achieve more professionally and considers planning this planning this important people with this combination communicate well with the public they could be successful and find recognition in politics and social or community work just as mercury capricornians require recognition and achievement they also respect authority Often this admiration, coupled with a desire to see tangible outcomes, can be taken to extremes and result in name-dropping and the cultivation of the company of influential people to enhance personal prestige. Um, that's pretty cool. I just like, this time of year, I don't think there could be something more appropriate. Can you explain that? Because I don't feel like I understood two words of that. Really? I don't know. Like I felt like I was listening to another language just what? now. I don't know. Maybe it was just the way she was pronouncing something. The, the intonation. I was just like, what great. is it? No, I know. I, I, I just don't <laughs> understand what the fuck it meant. Yeah. Capricorn is like incredibly practical. And I love the one step at a time. To me, that's very, you know, the goat Capricorn climbing the mountain. Um, and uh, the practicality of it not getting overwhelmed by the journey. It's It says a need for extreme patience, discussion about discipline and control, taking a position of responsibility, working with someone famous. Oh my, yeah. wait, work, wait, what did the last Working thing? with somebody famous. What? Wait, what are you fucking talking about right See, now? See, now he's listening. You know, he cares. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and it's more of this attorney and romanticization that I've been talking about. Because You're of course, blowing my mind. <laughs> because of course Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, let's not forget. And so all of this is Saturn uh, topics. Yes. Discipline, focus, restraint, constraint. Oh, should wow. I re read the wrong contraction? Card? No, I'm kidding. That was a joke. That was hilarious. I know you me. didn't. Yeah, as but if I, people like, aren't I confused enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I, sorry. Oops. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and then it just one last thing. It says when this card is drawn, it indicates that hard conscientious work is required in order to achieve long term aims or yep. solve an immediate problem. Yep. Um, and Saturn is a 30 year cycle. So all of these things that we're also focused on achieving are long form. Yeah. And um, because Saturn is an Aquarius, our Mercury is almost also Aquarian ruled. That's kind of how you go mm. down the path of rulership. So we have this beautiful conversation between Aquarius energy and Capricorn helping us assert our ego out into the collective, but in a practical step-by-step -step way. It's really awesome. Th I think this is one of I my favorite cards it. now. <laughs> I don't want to be. It speaks so much to what's going on with me right now, and seem with all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like don't... we want to take drugs, but then part of me is just like, kind of like, I just can't think of a good time to do it for some reason. And what mm. the hell is that? You know what I mean? Whereas like this summer, we're like, let's just do it right now. Why are we talking about tomorrow? There is no tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't want to be a broken record, but like this time of year, like I was speaking to last week, is an incredible time for that conscientious work to jet start, head start your engines for what ultimately is a collective reawakening to 
your desires and goals, you know, with mm. the, the new year, you know, mm. so I'm all about it. Yeah. No, it's yeah. The, the new year has begun. It starts whenever you want it to. Especially on the solstice, which is very soon. What the fuck could yeah. working with someone famous mean besides to me? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, like we're, we're doing our work with Kurt Vile. Like to me, he's famous. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? It's just so oddly specific. And I'm sitting here saying, I don't understand. I don't understand. And then you're like, let me just read this part again. And, and I'm like, now I'm like, hold, hold on. I'm creeped out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it do be like that, you know, where yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, it's a foreign language. What is astrology? This doesn't even make sense. All this planets, all this fucking cra- crazy. You know, you can either, it be, can be intimidating and overwhelming, like all that there is that you're like, oh, you just try to make it work for you. But then when it really clicks for you, you're like, oh my goodness, well, a roadmap. Obviously, Mare helps so much. And um, I think I think we should um, assign like an iconic rocker to each planet. Cause it'll, it'll total, I'll know this shit overnight Yeah. with, yeah, because I think I've told you a lot of stories about rock and rollers and we've listened to a lot of shit together. And if you take that knowledge and say, oh, that's that he's the Aquarius guy. I love this. Do we have enough time to shout out a couple of them? Yeah, we have, we have as much time as we want. Who would be Venus? Oh, and who's the change planet and who's the expansion planet? (gasps) Can Bowie be one of the planets? Yeah, he he's he has he has planetary and I feel like, energy, right? I feel like Diana Ross or someone should be Venus or something like. Who's a good su- singer who sings about love? Yeah, yeah, Donna. I mean, yeah, this is. It gets it gets so like the English language is so limiting, and I think with astrology, that's most of the barrier to entry is um, you learn that there's a twelve fold system that could possibly describe the holistic nature of human life, and you're like, that's fucking ridiculous. But of course, it's not twelve fold. It's like twelve times twelve times twelve times twelve times twelve a thousand times over, and it takes an openness to let yourself layer that language and not view it as reductionist because obviously, the English language is rather general. And so mm. when you hear somebody talk, I think there's like a level of generality that's like, this is so stupid. You could sort of tack on so many ambiguous things in your life through this language. But the more uh, that you understand that like all of these planetary energies exist within all of us in different areas of our life yeah, with different right. gravitational forces and different pressures and different um, detriments and dictatorships, um, it it just like... It becomes this, well, for me, it's like so fun and exciting to explore, but it becomes much less reductionist. And you see how overwhelmingly complex we are, how this yeah. complex the stories are, and that it is, in fact, not a roadmap of limitation, but a roadmap of how everything is everything, but how you understand how everything is everything. And that's mm. really what the pattern is, yeah. your natal pattern is the language at which you understand everything is everything. Yeah. You know? Wow. Um, See, I fucking love it. I try and not talk about it as much as possible, but it, it enters the room all day, every day with me, anyways. So. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's too interesting, and you have and you have such a grasp of it, you know. Yeah, it's it's a gift when um when you start distilling this stuff down for people who are a little more dense, like myself, you know. Oh, I don't think you're dense. <laughs> um, but it, y- it just feels just out of reach for me, though. This stuff. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of my favorite astrologers will use some good um, musician examples. And there was one I was listening to about Bob Dylan that was Uranian, but I remember the whole time just thinking, like, I don't know, I don't think about anything other than (laughs) Mercury when I think about Bob. Now that's all I can think of. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, And there's definitely a lot of significant placements that'll come up. Like a lot of our favorite artists have cancer moons. And Mm. um, it's almost like I would rather assign artists for zodiacs than I would for planets for some reason. Yeah. Like David Bowie is very Aquarian to me. Um, what about Jerry? Um, God, the Grateful Dead are kind of Aquarian to me as well. He's obviously a classic Leo mm. and sort of like peak pinnacle, most beautiful manifestation of Leo in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, being the real hearth. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, there's so, I mean, yeah. Oof, oof, oof. Because Venus, I always think about Venus in the first house, people. Like, immediately, I'm like, Beyonce, Venus in the first house. Like, Mm. Venus, Venus, Venus. But yeah, there's so many other people that worship that planet in so many different ways. Well, what about Ween? What's your read on that? Who are the... Don't they they have cancer moons? They do, both of them. So are they... They're kind of... Do they represent cancer? I mean, I guess they'd somewhat have to with with their cancer moons. They kind of represent Gemini to me because they're like almost like siblings in a way. And, 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 um, like two faced, two faced, like two different sides of the same coin or whatever. And, uh, mercurial in their, uh, their dark humor. Like when I think about Mm -hmm. humor and dark humor, I also think about mercury. Mm. Um, and I guess like anybody who's psychedelic, you'd bring in Neptune. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I wouldn't think of them as necessarily very ven- worshipping a Venusian of Saturn or Mars. They're not very Plutonic either. They're not super dark. They can feel, be a little dark, but not super dark. I feel like, in my mind, Rocky Erickson's pretty much out on Neptune on his own. He, he accepts <laughs> visitors, but he's the king. He, he, yeah. You know, yeah, visitors come and go, but I don't know if I don't know if anyone could. I hear a lot of Mars in him. Mm. Um, yeah, he's got Pluto, too, in there. Yeah. Yeah. What about Ozzy Osbourne? Uh, Ozzy. Uh, Pluto. Scorpio. Pluto. Death. I mean, the whole thing is like worth death worship. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. should show you. Um, you the other day you were like, "Is there an Ozzy doc?" And I was like, "No, but yeah, actually, there there yeah. kind of is." A and E did this thing. Yeah. And I scrolled by it uh, two nights ago, and I was like, "Oh, I want to watch that with Mare." But um, I've I've actually seen it. It's it's pretty cool. That guy has been through some fucking shit, man. And even even the other members of Black Sabbath said he put, he's like, we were known as like coked out, uh, you know, al- band of alcoholics. Like Ozzy put us all to shame. Like, <laughs> like, to, like n- nobody partied on that level. Like pretty insane. I didn't know growing up on the Osbournes, I was like. <laughs> This is, he's a slow adult. Like, I cannot believe that he's a popular rock star. Cause, and I didn't, I, I didn't, he was just drugged out. I didn't realize <laughs> how drugged out he was. I thought he was fried out. Like, I thought he had been permanently yeah, fried yeah. to that state rather than he was still chemically inducing that state. Yeah. Yeah. Can you even do that to yourself? Like, with, you know, like, I mean, that's somebody that's currently actively using, obviously, in that show. Like, he's fucked up. But yeah, he seems like he had a stroke or something. You know. I think about that all the time, the permanence of uh, the psyche and if it can get held in a space like that with drugs and stuff. Because I think like we're just so fucking powerful with our psyches and the way they want to expand. 
um, there's like a great Fiona Apple lyric about, um, I fucking climb like peas or something. I grow like strawberries or climb like peas. I think about that all the time. And, um, uh, I think about that with weed and how you build a tolerance to things and the fact that your psyche, like it's almost kind of unstoppable in the way that like it has a frequency it wants to operate at it has a complexity of yeah. a pattern and i think there's very few you can limit it like temporarily with things and interact with other things but like i think it it's like i don't know you read about those th- people who have taken thumbprints never the same there's an amount of acid you can do where you can break your brain but yeah, uh, yeah but are you or did you just see so much you know, like no, you like continue to still be like tapped into permanently. But tapped chemically, into. I'm saying it wears off. Like, right? That, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's it does. not causing brain damage. That you know, but I I think yeah. If you if you want a fucking internet rabbit hole, go well, to type in thumbprint acid thumbprint um, testimonials. Yeah. Well, and even if you had some sort of like temporarily serotonin brain damage from doing cocaine and stuff, like all of this stuff is is uh rejuvenative like we're rejuvenative cellularly you know Mm. and i think we get stuck with most physical illnesses because of thought form stuckness Mm -hmm. and thinking that you'll be stuck there and perpetuating the stuckness oh yeah and believing that it's stuck yeah (laughs) i have that classic story about how i was paralyzed going through an airport on two suitcases i couldn't stand up and Cass read me this passage about uh how back pain is emotional yeah. And it was like, uh, it was like a preacher had laid hands. I was just like stood up and I was like, I'm fine. I'm great. <sighs> yeah. 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 Backs can be very direct like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do a closing card? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. These kind of need, it needs, a, this one needs a friend, a clarifier maybe. Four of pentacles. How do you like it? Holding on to your eggs. Is this is this what happens when you hold on to your eggs? It's kind of like the attachment card. Yeah. It's a he's in a big city too. I like that. <laughs> he's like sitting in a big city. Like this kind of is me in my apartment here. Just sitting up here in the holding big city. Holding on to what you got. Holding on to <laughs> <laughs> what little I can get my hands on. Yeah, all the little you have in your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking good. <laughs> cool, y'all. This is a good episode. Fun one. I hope so. <laughs> you tell us <laughs> give us one star and leave us a shitty review appreciate y'all see you tomorrow see you tomorrow peace and love